So as we wrap up the um, sermon series on We the Church, I felt that the Holy Spirit was calling me and, and it felt right with the Spirit to do one more sermon series before your next pastor comes. And so we're focusing on Easter. Imagine that. And I, I've entitled it, Rethink Easter. We have a couple more Sundays of Lent before Easter gets here. So next week, if you haven't been living in a cave and you've, you've got some idea what might be going on in our community or around the world, you might realize that the world might be in trouble. That's what we're going to look at next week from Romans chapter 1. And then the following week, we're going to get into Romans chapter 2, and we're going to see that we might be in trouble. It's this time in Lent that we need to realize these things before we can fully appreciate what Jesus did during that whole holy week. So the following Sunday, we will focus on the invitation to his table as we consider Holy Week. And then the next week will be a celebration, the Resurrection Sunday, Easter. And then we'll even go into the next week just to remind you that we are Easter people every day of the year. Even today, we are Easter people. Just think about that. Because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that he's called us to continue to carry on his great commission let me read this scripture to you about the Great Commission. And this is what we're going to focus on in the message when I invite the guests up. And it's really what our mission at Living Hope Missionary Church is all about. It's Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. It's on page 1,554 in the Pew, or, yeah, in the Pew Bible, if you'd like to look there. Then Jesus came to them and said... These are Jesus' words. All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't end there. A lot of times churches like to say, okay, I did it. I got them baptized. But that's not where Jesus ends. He says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely, here's our promise, surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So we're going to break this down. We're going to look at our vision at Living Hope and our mission here at Living Hope, and we're going to look at how this expands to all believers everywhere, even youth for Christ. So Maddie, and guests, please come forward, and we're going to invite you to share with us. Where's yours? Oh, where's my seat? Over here. <laughs> Let me give you a little more room. Um, so, um, Maddie, our vision, well, no, before I do that, 
I want you to introduce yourself and our guests. Uh, my name is Maddie Moore. Um, I grew up here, um, and now I live in Bluffton, Indiana, and I am the high school and middle school campus life director uh, for Bluffton, Indiana. Um, so that's my gig. Uh, this <laughs> is this is Alyssa Stevens. She is a senior at Bluffton High School. Um, she's on our core team, so she plays a part in planning, um, scheduling, outreach. Uh, she does a lot of a lot of different things. Um, so she's a huge part in leadership at Campus Life. Um, and then this is Savannah Jessup. Um, she is also a senior at Bluffton High School, um, and she's our intern this year. So she does a lot of also planning and keeping me in line and running to Walmart when I forget about it and all the things. So. <laughs> all right. Um, so at New Hope, or Living Hope, <laughs> New Hope was my last church, sorry about that. <laughs> Living Hope Missionary Church, um, we have a vision to be devoted to God, one another, and reaching the world for Jesus. It's a pretty high level thing that we feel God is calling all of us to. Do you have a micro level type of a vision for Youth for Christ? Uh, micro level, um, I think Campus Life in Bluffton, uh, we're really just trying to build relationships that turn into, um, that turn into Christians, um, that turn into uh, discipleship, um, and then they become mentors as well, like these students. Um, so these students, once upon a time, were just brand new to Campus Life, um, and their Campus Life director, when they were freshmen, uh, really poured into them and built relationships with them, and shared the gospel with them and um, discipled them, and now they get to be leaders and do the same for other kids. Um, so micro, I think that's, that's where we're at right now in Bluffton, just building relationships um, and getting to know as many students as we can. Uh, macro for Big Jaws YFC, we have 13,500 kids in our five counties. Um, so we've been talking a lot as a staff on what that looks like in the next 10 years to make sure every kid hears the gospel. Um, we can't, we can't force their hand and make them make that first step, accept the gospel, um, but we can make sure that they, that every student hears the gospel at least once. Um, and so macro, I think that's, that's our big goal. Ooh, I'm so sorry. Um, is to make sure that every student in uh, our five counties hears the gospel. Awesome. 13,000 something? Mm -hmm. All right. Is this a good place for a video? Yes. Okay. It's a great, great place for a video. I've seen miracles my mind can't comprehend There is beauty in what I can't understand Jesus, it's you Jesus, it's you Too good to not 
broken body's healed. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Cause I've seen real life resurrection. Awesome. <laughs> so tell me why, where does the name Big Jaws come from? Because that can, might be confusing to a lot of people. Yeah, uh, Big Jaws started as Jaws. Um, it started with Jay Adams and Wells County. Um, and then we absorbed Blackford and Grant County and it became Big Jaws with a little I. Um, and then about a year ago, we partnered with uh, Youth for Christ in India, um, and we donate a huge portion of their funding um, from our chapter. So as a chapter, wow. five counties, we, uh, we have enough donors and we bring in enough money that we're able to sponsor another ministry across, across the ocean. So uh, Little Eye became Big Eye, and now we are Blackford, yeah. India, Grant, J. Adams, and Wells County. Awesome. Thanks for explaining that. <laughs> so it's an acronym, everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, so now getting back to the scripture that I read about the Great Commission, Matthew chapter 28, he starts out in verse 9 by saying, therefore, go. So at Living Hope, we translate that in our mission as Meet people where they are. Go meet them where they are. How do you do that through Youth for Christ? Um, you know, our biggest, I think our biggest, the way we do that um, is to go to where students are. Um, a lot of that is just contact work, showing up at games, uh, dance recitals, band recitals, um, meeting them on their turf rather than expecting them to come to us. Um, a lot of it, just it's a lot of contacting. Um, and one conversation turns into come over and let's make cookies um, and that can turn into let's get coffee and talk about you know your faith what your faith looks like um, and then that turns into gospel presentation um, and it's just it's building on a on a contacting cool. contacting relationship I'd love to hear from Alyssa and Savannah and how you got connected with Youth for Christ yeah, so um, the old Campus Life director had reached out to me about freshman year, and um, they come into the building, and they talk to me and invite me to um, like different activities that they're doing and events. So the first event that I got invited to was our um, fall kickoff at the beginning of the year. So Josh had invited me there, and I was really hesitant to go. I didn't want to because I didn't really have any friends at the moment because um, it was first year of high school and such. So um, yeah, I didn't really want to go, but I was excited to go. And so I asked if I could actually bring my middle school sibling, and at the time, the middle school and high school didn't like go together. Um, and so he said yes, because he really wanted me there. And so I felt really wanted and welcomed, and I just felt like that was gonna be a community that really welcomed me, so. All right. You wanna share how you uh, got connected? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. So, um, our um, really good friend, Abigail, she's in, she was in the slideshow and some of the pictures. Um, I play volleyball for Bluffton High School, so when I was a freshman, I was like super nervous. I'm a really shy person. I don't even normally like 
public speak like this. Um, <laughs> I'm really nervous. Um, but um, um, she, we were in the weightlifting room, and um, she was just talking about God and like um, what she was doing that week, weekend at church, and like, um, and she was like, "You should come to Campus Life. You know, me and my friends go to it." And at first, I was like, mm, "Like, I don't know anybody." <laughs> like, and I was like super uncomfortable because that's just you know. Um, my nature, and I was like, I don't know. So it was like um, a couple weeks, um, and I got to know her friends, Alyssa, and our other friend, Meg, and I just got really close to them, and they were really great people, and I was like, you know what, like, maybe I should go, maybe I should um, do that, and I just went, and I absolutely fell in love with it, um, and yeah, I made really awesome relationships that I still have today, and yeah. Okay, <laughs> so <clears throat> they've met you where you were as far as being in school, and um, sounds like Helping you to feel comfortable was a good part of that, too. Yeah. Okay. Do we need to do anything different with the mics? Or? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> if we need to split, split up a little bit, we can do that. make them disciples so we were trying to think how do you make somebody once you met them where they are how do you make them become a disciple of Jesus and you know about how much we were having a hard time because your dad brought it home and was talking about it and I understand you're the one that helped us come up with this part of our mission show them Jesus that's all you got to do is show them Jesus right okay so that's what we do so how does YFC do that? Uh, I think for me, uh, my favorite part about being a Campus Life Director is I'm, I'm a very sensitive, emotional, vulnerable person by nature. Um, and the things, that I, the things that I love that drew me to Campus Life is that I get to create a space for students like that. Um, I like having one-on-one -on -one time, um, small group time where we can just talk about uh, faith, family, friends, um, I like giving them a space where they feel safe, um, and to me, that's how I show Jesus, um, that they, they can share their life struggles with me, um, and it becomes a safe space for them where they can just voice it and leave it, um, and someone else shares the burden with them. Um, other things that you know, other Campus Life directors do or that I really like to do is go to games, um, and that becomes really big for kids. Um, Alyssa, I went to Alyssa's senior night a couple weeks ago, um, and that was really important to her, and me and her previous Campus Life Director both got to go, um, and that was just a big deal just to show up for her um, on her turf when she needed, needed people in her corner, so. Awesome. So, do, can either one of you share how you were shown Jesus, other than what we just heard? <laughs> you probably had that in your notes, right? You wanted to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the coming on the turf is like a big thing for me because I guess not a lot of people showed up before Campus Life. So um, just showing up and connecting with me um, in a sense, and so that just shined a light on Jesus for me, and it showed me what like true Christians do and like how they connect with you and um, aren't just there once and then leave. Um, so they showed me that they care, and they still continue to check in on me and are there for me in big life events and um, just walk with me. So it's just the connecting with me is just such a big part of it. So. Similar? 
Yeah, I would, I would definitely <laughs> agree. <laughs> yeah. um, Do you guys have yeah. any examples where now you try to show somebody else Jesus? Yeah, so um, I just started a small group for the middle school through YFC, and Maddie helped me out with that a little bit. So, um, yeah, I'm starting a small group there and um, just trying to help lead the middle schoolers into Jesus and how they can lead through their Christian lives. So it's kind of a m microcosm of this bigger mm -hmm. idea of how you share, share Jesus, meet people where they are, and then share Jesus with them. Okay. Cool. All right. And then the next part of the Great Commission is baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And so here at, at Living Hope, we said um, for our mission, that's really a way to celebrate the commitment that someone has made to Christ. So can you um, share if that works at Youth for Christ? Do you have opportunities to help people make a commitment and celebrate with them? Yeah, we, um, so every trip, every big trip that we go on, there's always a gospel presentation. Um, at club, I, I'm not currently in a position where I think it's a good idea for that to be a huge thing. Um, when we meet for club on Monday nights, there's usually some form of talk. Um, and it's a lot of introduction right now because we get a lot of unchurched kids and a lot of that is just getting them to understand the idea of Jesus and why he came to earth and why he died for you. Uh, but on big trips, we always have a gospel presentation. Um, and most recently, about a month ago, we went to XS 180, which is our overnight trip for middle schoolers. So we pick them up at 7 a.m., we go all night and we drop them off at 8 o'clock at the school, if parents pick them up. Um, and I originally had eight kids signed up, and about an hour before we left the school, I had three parents calling me and telling me they were bringing their kids and I wasn't really sure I had a, I had a seat for them on the bus. Um, I, don't, I don't know where that came from, but we had one kid um, who had never ever been to a Campus Life event before and just showed up uh, expecting a seat. Um, didn't have any money to pay for it, but we got him on the bus and got him a scholarship and he was the one kid that raised his hand. Um, and after you know further talking with him, I, I think he is interested in learning about the idea of Jesus, um, and we've been talking a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with him about what that looks like for him and if he understands. Um, but just to see him excited to learn about Jesus and um, curious to understand what that commitment means and what it means that Jesus died for me um, has been really, really cool. Last year, we did have two high school students that gave their life to Christ at GoMad, uh, which is our high school trip called Go and Make a Difference, um, and those two girls have been uh, really, really curious, a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with them and are super involved. Cool. So, young ladies, <laughs> do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Would either one of you be willing to share your story of how that happened? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Or both of you? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so growing up, I wasn't a super big Christian. I mean, I went to church here and there. I lived across the road from one, so I kind of just went if I woke up on time. Um, so my mom kind of showed me that a little bit. Um, she said she was a Christian. She got baptized. Um, so she's like, yeah, Jesus is cool. <laughs> um, and so, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, so I like was like, yeah, I know Jesus. But um, in reality, I didn't. I didn't care about that, really. Um, 
we moved around a lot, so we didn't get to stick with one certain church, which I think had a bigger impact than I realized. Um, so one of the churches that I ended up going to here and there um, in about 10 years ago, um, they did the uh, sermon on getting saved and um, what that looks like. So after church, they had a, like a meeting type thing, and um, we could pray that prayer and get saved. And so I did that. I thought that was so cool, and I really wanted to do that. And they're like, yeah, the next step is baptism. And I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, before that, it didn't matter. Even after that, it didn't matter. And so until freshman year, which is like seven years later, <laughs> um, I started getting involved in campus life and youth for Christ. So it all ties into that. Um, and so at GoMad in 2019, I... Uh, felt something move in me, and I felt some, like called to this ministry and um, to Jesus. And so I got a hold of the previous camp, campus life director, and um, I asked if he could help me with that. And so um, I ended up getting resaved, and um, so now I'm super involved. And um, I got baptized a couple months ago, I think. Um, and so that campus life director actually was supposed to help baptize me. Um, that didn't quite work out, but he was supposed to. Um, yeah, and so YFC is literally the reason that um, I'm a Christian today. So Awesome. Yeah. Would you be willing to share? Yeah, I can. Um, so when I was, I, w I don't ever think I was really brought up in a Christian household. We went to church because my grandparents went to church, and you know that's how my mom was raised, and so we just started going to church. I, there was ne I was never taught that there was really any meaning. It was just kind of what I got up and did. Um, you know what I mean? Um, and then eventually, my great grandma was my great grandma. She um, she wasn't able to go to church anymore, so my family really fell off of it. There were I I didn't even think about God in my day to day life. Um, I didn't know him at all. And until I moved to Bluffton and I got involved in campus life, um, I just, I, I said I was a Christian because, like, I kind of was. I don't really still know how to explain it. Like, I went to church, but I really wasn't, you know, I really wasn't, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I started going to campus life and I really, I really found God, I think, for the very first time and I really understood who he was and I wanted to praise him and I wanted to go to all these things and be involved. So I really think Campus Life is the reason that I'm a Christian today too. So yeah. Awesome, thanks. Praise God for grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> and praise God for Youth for Christ. That's really cool. So then the last part, like I said, a lot of churches just stop after people are baptized and, and move on. Okay, now what's next? But Jesus says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. So at Living Hope Missionary Church, the last part of our mission is to grow together towards spiritual maturity. And I'm wondering, how does that work with Youth for Christ? Do you do that type of thing, too, to help, help everybody grow toward maturity? Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't want to get, like, super technical about how we, we function. Um, but our main goal is to get them to where they're almost little mini use. Um, so that your, your ministry goes from you to 20 different people. Um, so Josh, previous Campus Life Director, put a lot of work into these girls. Um, and now they have become really, really awesome leaders. Um, and now Alyssa leads a small group for middle school students, which I think is 
crazy awesome. Um, I think there's something, it's something I wanted to do this spring. I have a couple, couple small groups, but all led by high school students, and it's all middle school students. So there's something, there's something to me really beautiful about peer-to-peer uh, -peer ministry, um, especially at this age. They get to share their life and their testimony and be really, really real with, Alyssa's got middle school girls that she gets to be really, really real with and um, talk about her life and what it looks like to be a leader for Jesus. And um, Sav gets to lead Virtual Club, which is just another extension of me to reach more kids who don't feel comfortable coming to big group settings and just want to stay home but still hear the gospel. Um, and it's all about transitioning them from being unsaved and unchurched and really confused and not really sure what it means to being uh, mentors to other kids and doing the same exact thing. Um, we get adults on board doing the same exact thing, just becoming extensions of you because 13,500 is a big number and it's not for <laughs> one person. Um, if we could have 20 campus life directors in every school, that would be great, but that's just not how it works. Um, but every kid still deserves to hear the gospel the same. So it's all about hearing the gospel um, and then transitioning them into discipleship and then mentoring other kids in their own way. So. Cool. Um, I just want you all to know I'm going to open up the floor if you all have some idea of a question you wanted to ask um, and you haven't heard the answer yet. And so while they're thinking about that, I want to know is there anything that you all wanted to share that we didn't get a chance to talk about yet? Because I was asking you questions. You might have thought there was a better, better thing you wanted to share that we haven't gotten to. Anything? You look like you got something. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Um, so I'm just really thankful um, for Campus Life because I think one of the best, oh, I think one of the best things <laughs> about it is um, it's a really big melting pot. Like kids um, and adult leaders from all walks of life they all come together and it's really beautiful to be in like one setting and like realize differences but have like one thing in common you know we're all there to know Jesus and grow in our relationship with God you know so um, that's really cool to have in the back of your mind when you're like with all these people um, it's just a really like empowering feeling you know to all be together for that one like awesome purpose um, so yeah and Maddie is really awesome um, <laughs> I think um, sorry <laughs> I think um, so Josh Goodman, he's the old campus life director. I think he made me comfortable, you know. He opened me up to the idea of having a relationship with God and people. And then Maddie made me uncomfortable, uncomfortable, which sounds weird, but, like, I think you grow and you become a better leader when you're put in uncomfortable situations. And she really was just like, okay, you're a leader now, let's do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and here I am. So, cool. yeah. <laughs> so did you like say let me go let me go to Living Hope Missionary Church with you or um, did she have to ask you? Um, she did ask me I didn't know about it till she asked me but um, yeah I, I loved coming here and being here um, and, yeah. and so I'm the intern. It so. might make you a little uncomfortable but it's again the same we're all part of the family of Christ so mm -hmm. really glad that you came. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm gonna open up to the floor. Raise your hand. All right. All right, Joe. I have something to share. I was 88 in January. I lived a few years because I was 13 when I accepted Christ. I have to tell you that I learned something new every day about what we should learn to do. Don't get bitter about the fact that you have something to do. Thank you. 
Like I said, grandparents are awesome. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, so the last thing, Maddie, I don't imagine that um, God called you here, called you there and just said, and here's where you're going to be, and here's the manna from heaven, or maybe that did happen. So how do you support doing this ministry, and, and how can we support you going forward? Uh, you know, there's uh, about 300 ways, uh, but these are really <laughs> the three that are the biggest. Um, so I, something I really, really wanted to do um, when I first started uh, one of my mentors said that you need to have at least 40 people that you call uh, on a dime to pray for you. Um, and I really wanted people who loved what we did um, enough to pray consistently um, that would transfer to if and when I leave the position, they still pray for campus life. Um, so I wanted the 40, 50 people that I could call weekly, monthly, or in emergencies that would constantly be praying for us. Um, and for you know whoever's next, you guys are in the same position praying for the next pastor. Um, so, I mean, I'm not gonna live together forever and Jesus may call me somewhere else. So I always want people praying for the ministry that it's growing and um, that whatever happens in transition is really smooth. Um, so you can get connected that way. Uh, you can, there's multiple different options um, if you wanna be weekly, monthly or emergency. Um, however many times you wanna be bothered by me, I guess. Um, for ministry team? For min yeah, for a prayer team. Um, oh, okay. If you want to pray for us. Uh, we also always need adult leaders. Um, if you have a passion for kids and you want to love on kids because they just, they need adults who are willing to love on them on a consistent basis and show up for them. We always need adult volunteers. Um, and that can be uh, big ways, um, going on overnight trips or driving kids to Ivanhoe's next Thursday or, you know, uh, bigger things, it also means smaller things, making cookies for club, um, getting breakfast for our core breakfast. Um, those little ways also are super impactful. Um, and probably the biggest one we need is financially, uh, that all of my salary comes from giving partners. Um, we've been super fortunate that in the first year of my ministry, we were 100% funded, um, and that was that was actually really astounding. That was a huge, uh, that was a huge weight for me. I was not sure I was a big fan of having to raise my salary in ministry. <laughs> um, and I had about November of last year, I was really struggling because I had gone, gone stagnant. Um, and it was just stuck at a certain percent and we weren't moving. Um, and I was sick one night and I thought, I'll just take a look at it and see, you know, where I'm at. And I ended up being 110% funded and that's huge. Um, so we get to be, we're at a point where we're self-sustaining. Um, so that will continue on for the next year. Um, and that's, that's awesome. Um, keeps our chapter financially stable. So um, if you would like to jump on board financially, there are ways you can do that. Um, there are folders in the back. Um, they have the orange YFC logo on them. Um, and they have all the information I just spoke about um, they have prayer cards and ways to get involved and information and all the really fun stuff that's super informative if I didn't touch base on it. Um, if you want to grab one of those on your way out. Um, but those are the three ways that you can really get involved um, if you're looking to get involved. All right. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Um, I asked Jay 
Uh, Father, he's an elder here at the church to come up and pray for you all before we dismiss. Maddie, one of the first memories I have of coming to the church seven years ago was you and... Do I need a mic? <laughs> the, okay. the online guy says yes. I'll, I'll try to keep my voice down a little bit. <laughs> but one of my first memories of, of coming to this church seven years ago was you and some of your adolescent peers leading the entire church service. And I thought that was so awesome to see adolescents <laughs> being able to do that. So you've had a great calling. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the message that Maddie, Alyssa, Savannah has given us this morning. We pray that you bless their ministry. And as we look around us at, at the farmers planting their seeds mm. this spring, we, we pray that you remind us of Youth for Christ and how they're planting the seeds to germinate the spiritual growth of these young people who are at such vulnerable times of their lives. They're going to have thorns, they're going to have thistles, they're going to have rocks as obstacles in front of them, but we pray that you allow them to become strengthened by you. Mm-hmm. We pray this in the name of Jesus, our Redeemer and Savior. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, ladies. Is this one on or off? <laughs>